Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. If you're new here, I want to say welcome. I also want to say thank you to those of you who have left reviews for the podcast. Thank you to Danners26. She said, my kiddos and I enjoy listening to the podcast as a part of our Bible time during breakfast. As a parent, I am grateful for an additional resource that engages my kids in learning about the Bible and the truths of the Lord. I also want to thank Guernsey T, who said, My kids love listening to this podcast, and I enjoy it too. I am also learning. We listen to it in the car on Sunday mornings to prepare our hearts for worship. I just love that so much. Thank you again for all of your support. And if you haven't had the chance and you enjoy the podcast, your five-star reviews help it to be found so that more people will find it. Uh, That's just how the algorithms work in social media nowadays. And so I really appreciate that because the more people that find it, the more people can learn about God too. Well, in our last episode, Joshua became the new leader of the Israelites. Moses was gone, and now Joshua would be the one to lead them into their promised land. What do you think Joshua was thinking and feeling? Do you think he might have been a little bit nervous? He was in charge of millions of people. They were now looking to him to lead them into the land they had waited so long to get to. One day the Lord came to Joshua and said, Get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon, and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country, to the great sea on the west. No one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. What an amazing promise. Of course Joshua had nothing to fear. The Lord was going to be with him and go before him. Do you know what else God said to Joshua? He said, Be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and courageous. God told Joshua to be strong and courageous. And there was one thing he wanted Joshua to do. Did you hear what God told him to do? God wanted Joshua to obey the law to meditate on it so that he would be careful to do everything in it. What does it mean to meditate, you ask? 
If you meditate on something, you think about it a lot. You let it fill your mind. God wanted Joshua to read the law and think on it and allow it to fill his mind so that way he could remember it and then obey it. God wanted Joshua to obey the Ten Commandments that he had given to Moses and the Israelites. Why was this so important to God? Well, if Joshua was going to lead all of the Israelites, then he needed to obey God and follow God so that the people would know how to obey God and follow God. When you watch your parents and teachers do what's right, they are leaving an example for you to know how to do what's right. Joshua was to follow God as the people followed him. Joshua ordered the officers of the people Go through the camp and tell the people, get your supplies ready. Three days from now, you will cross the Jordan here to go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you for your own. Then Joshua chose two spies from the Israelites and said to them, I want you to go into the land and look over it, especially the city of Jericho, for this is the first city we are going to enter, and bring me back a report of what you see and find. So the two spies went and entered the house of a woman named Rahab, and they stayed there. Who was Rahab, you ask? She was a woman who lived in the city of Jericho in the land of Canaan. She was not an Israelite, but she had heard of the Israelites' God, and she knew these men were spies. But because she had heard the amazing things the Lord had done for them in the desert, she let them into her home. Then the king of Jericho heard that there were spies in his land, and he found out that they were staying at Rahab's house. So he sent her a message and said, Bring out the men who came to you and entered your house, because they have come to spy out the whole land. Oh no! The spies would be caught! They would surely be found out, and who knows what the king would do to them? What would they do? But do you know what Rahab did? Instead of giving up the spies, she took the two men and hid them. She said to the king's messengers, Yes, the men came to me, but I did not know where they had come from. At dusk, when it was time to close the city gate, the men left. I don't know which way they went. Go after them quickly. You may catch up with them. But really, she had hid them. And do you know where she hid them? Where could these spies possibly be hiding? She had taken them up to the roof of her house, because in those days roofs were flat, and she hid them under some stalks of flax that looked like long bundles of hay. This is where they were hidden, so the king's messengers could not see them or find them. So the king's messengers left Rahab's house and set out in pursuit of the spies on the road that leads to the Jordan River. And as soon as they left Rahab's house, the gates to the city were shut. The spies were now shut into the city and could not leave through the gate. So they stayed on the roof, protected at Rahab's house. What a brave thing for Rahab to do. She could have been put in prison or even worse, killed for hiding spies in her home. Why did she do it? 
Why did she protect these strangers she didn't even know? Well, let me tell you why. That night she went to the roof and said to the spies, I know that the Lord has given you this land and that a great fear of you has fallen on us so that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you and the Israelites. We have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and how you have defeated all of your enemies because your God was with you. When we heard of it, our hearts melted and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on the earth below. Did you hear that? Rahab just declared that Israel's God was the true God. She had been a very sinful woman who was living in a very sinful city, who had done very sinful and bad things. But here she was standing before these men declaring that Israel's God was the true God and that she had faith in him and not the false gods of her people. She said, please promise me by the Lord that you will show kindness to my family because I have shown kindness to you. Give me a sure sign that you will spare the lives of my father and my mother and my brothers and sisters and all who belong to them, and that you will save us from death when you enter the city. Then the men assured her, Our lives for your lives. If you don't tell what we are doing here, we will treat you kindly and faithfully when the Lord gives us this land. Oh, can you imagine how Rahab felt in that moment to know that her entire family would be saved when the Israelites came into the land? Because she had chosen to put her faith in God. Because the men could not get out of the city by the front gate, and because the city was surrounded by a large wall, she let the spies down by a rope through the window, for the house she lived in was part of the city wall. She said to them, When you are down the wall, go to the hills so the king's messengers will not find you. Hide yourselves there three days until they return and then go on your way. Then the men said to her, This promise you made us keep will not be binding on us unless when we enter the land you have tied this scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down. What is a scarlet cord, you ask? A cord is like a rope, and scarlet is like the color red. It was a red rope that she was to tie in the window of her home, so that when the Israelites came marching into the city, and the men saw the red rope hanging from her window, they would know that that was the home of Rahab, the home that was to be spared. And they said to her, Make sure to bring your father and mother and the rest of your family into your house. If anyone goes outside your house into the street, his blood will be on his own head. We will not be responsible. As for anyone who is in the house with you, his blood will be on our head if a hand is laid on him. We will look for the scarlet cord in your window to know which house to save. Agreed, she replied. Let it be as you say. So she sent them away and they departed, and she tied the scarlet cord in the window. When they left 
They went into the hills and stayed there three days until the king's messengers had searched all along the road and returned without finding them. Then the two men started back. They went down out of the hills, crossed the river, and came to Joshua and told him everything that happened to them. They said to Joshua, The Lord has surely given the whole land into our hands. All the people are melting in fear because of us. Dear True Seekers, what an exciting story. Things are happening and the Lord is about to give the long-awaited promised land to His chosen people. What truth can we find in this story today? Did something stand out to you as you were listening? Did the Holy Spirit speak to your heart? The truth that we find in this story is that no matter how much someone has sinned, they can always be forgiven and accepted by God into his family. Rahab made a powerful statement with her mouth to the spies. She declared with her mouth that the Lord of the Israelites was the only one true God in heaven and on earth. That was her declaration of truth. She found the truth. She was a truth seeker. When she had heard about all that God had done, something changed inside of her heart and she knew she wanted to serve that God, the God of the Israelites, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Because she believed in her heart and confessed with her mouth, she would be saved. Do you know that the same is true today? Anyone who has sinned can declare with their mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in their heart that He rose from the dead and they will be saved. Have you ever done that? Have you ever made a declaration that Jesus is Lord of your life? He will save anyone who makes Him Lord of their life. It doesn't matter what you've done. All you have to do is believe that Jesus is Lord and that He died on the cross for your sins and that He rose again and conquered death in the grave. If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in Joshua chapters 1 and 2. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode as we find out what happens to Joshua and the Israelites as they make their way to the city of Jericho. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Father, we thank you that you are a God who saves. We thank you that you sent your son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. Rahab was not an Israelite, but you still saved her. She was an outsider, but you brought her into your family because she believed in you. We all were like Rahab at one time in our lives, outsiders because of our sin, but you sent Jesus to die on the cross for our sins so that we could be forgiven and brought into your family. Thank you for making us a part of your family. We are so grateful to you. Help us to tell others who need to know about this good news. We love you and we bless your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Parents, if you'd like to go deeper into this story with your kids, I have recorded a bonus episode over on my Patreon account. It's another episode on this same story for you and your kids to listen to. 
In this bonus episode, we will talk about some background information on Rahab and the land of Canaan that she was living in. We'll talk about some historical information that will give more depth to the episode, and we'll also talk about how this story points to Jesus and make some connections to the New Testament. Since it's our first bonus episode, I am making it free to all of you to check out and listen to over at my Patreon account. You can go to patreon.com forward slash Sherilyn R. Grant. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Sherilyn R. Grant to listen to the free bonus episode. And please feel free to leave a comment and give some feedback on the bonus episode. There's a place where you can leave comments under the episode, and I would love to hear your thoughts on what you think and what is helpful in the episode. Uh, This will help me as I create future bonus episodes. Plus, I just love to hear from you. All right, well, thank you so much for joining me this week, and I look forward to our time together next week.